G'day folks, welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, uh, the DIY crafting podcast show and YouTube channel. Um, taking you through for the next time, half an hour hopefully, will be myself, Sumo, Dirk from Sumo's Projects, uh, found on all the socials, Instagram, uh, YouTube and Facebook. And my co-host, the great man himself, who in recent times was uh, participating in the Olympics on the uh, downhill whitewater rafting on his noodle, uh, the one and only Chris Zurek. And I'm not going to look at you because <laughs> you just give me a dirty look. G'day, Chris. Downhill whitewater rafting. On your noodle. On my noodle. Yeah. So, no, you did well, mate. You did well. It was a good commentary on the whole event. And I think you come in fourth. So you just missed out on the bronze. I know. I think there was a, yeah, a bit of rigging, but uh, never mind. So, quick mention, we have uh, some good partners who are uh, associated with Measure Twice Cut Once, Chris. Yep, Nathan, right. Nathan from Hammeroo, and uh, Scott from Custom Creations. Yep, and uh, the door's open to welcome any more partners if yes. they're willing to come on board. So yep, if you want your name mentioned, yep. let us know. That's right. Uh, just to make mention, Wood Jigs. Uh, Wood Jigs 21. Wood Jigs 21. The hashtag is uh, James Fingers, <laughs> brainchild, make a jig, uh, make it nifty, make it functionable, uh, and make a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do um, a table saw sled like everyone else. No. No. You, you, I thought you did that. No. No. I. Because um, <coughs> I copied yours. Did you? Yeah. Where is mine? You probably stole it and going to claim it as your own. Sure, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So um, let's reflect for a moment and look at what we did last week. What did we do last week? I don't know. Last week's show, we had a very special guest, and uh, that special guest was Victor from Down Under Woodworks. Yes. What a guy, mate. <laughs> I'm still mellow. Yeah. He um, <laughs> he he brought the attention to. We, we watched astutely because that's the sort of impact he has on us. The, I know. The teacher impact. Yeah. And I think the whole audience went quiet, watched, observed, and then gave it a thumbs up. We didn't want to be uh, kept in after class. No, nah, no way, yeah. no way. No. Nah. So, mm. no, nah, we, we had a good fun time last week with Vic. Uh, champion of uh, Australian YouTube scene, I, I yeah. would say. Yeah. So, you know. And he's, he's closing in on 50,000 subscribers. 50,000 subs, yeah. how about that? I know. You know. I'd love to be there one day. Yeah. And, and a creative uh, creative mind too. He, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he does things a little bit different too. Mm. Um, you know, what most of us do. So, um, yeah, just a little bit of an insight into his, uh, into his world. Yeah. So, mm. but today, well, I think we've got another good topic. Uh, we do? Yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about Maker's Fair. Or Maker's make a fair. fair. So, what's that in a nutshell? Well, I think we should just uh, pause for a moment. Pause? While I insert my little thingy at the... Oh. So, so we know. We'll do a Rob T pause. Maker's Fair. Maker's Fair. What could that possibly represent, Chris? I don't know, Dirk. Oh, Let's uh, go on to the next week's topic then. Okay. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that one either. <laughs> Sorry if you're wasting everyone's time. Yeah. No, we're talk we want to talk a little bit about the things that you make uh, at home to be something that you can possibly sell at a market. 
at markets, yeah, or on, on a website if you've got a website. Website, yep. Um, or on, um, what do they call it, Marketplace? Marketplace, on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. 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 But before we get into where you can actually sell it, we want to talk about what you actually make. What you can make, yeah. yeah. So, Chris, um, you know, I, I think there's typical type uh, items that will sell quite well. And, um, you know, when, when we think of those, I, I, I lean towards uh, cutting boards, charcuterie boards, um, you know, quite, quite things that are quite easy to make, mm. you know, and don't require too much machining and they need a, you know, a, a very friendly can, finish on them. And you can use scraps. And you can use scraps. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they're the sort of things I would lean to. Uh, there's obviously things like spoons and forks, people are into that. Um, pen turning. Pen turning. Pen turning. Good thing you mentioned that one. Yeah. I've got a couple of my pens here. Look at that. That's a nice pen. Yep. You like that one? I love it. I could sell that. Yep. I've got another pen here. Look at this one. Looks like a rifle bolt, doesn't it? It does. Probably because it is. It is. Yeah. I actually sold quite a few of those. Yep. Um, and you got one there with a epoxy? Yeah, look, this one here is a resin. Yep. Resin and timber, epoxy and timber. So yep. things things such as pens, Chris. Uh, let's let's start with that. Like, All right. Well, with the pens, um, if if you want to get into it, you've got to you've got to spend a bit of money. All right. You've got to buy a lathe, and you've got to buy all the pen kits. You've got to buy all the finishing stuff, or your blanks, mm. tools that you need, the turning tools. So it's it's not one of those things where you can go, oh, you know what, I'm going to turn a pen today. Not, not quite that easy. Yeah. Um, I've spent a little bit of money, you could say, mm. to, to get this up and running. But on the upside of that, once you've spent that money, I reckon you can recoup it very, very quickly. I think you can. Very quickly. Because some of these pens, um, I mean, the, the cheapest pen I sell is about $40. Mm. $40, $50. Takes me about an hour to make. Yeah. The most expensive pen I sell... Um, I sell for $400. Really? Yeah, that's a, a gold and rhodium um, fountain pen. Yep. And it's for, obviously for special occasions, but I sell that for 400 bucks, and I've sold a couple yeah. of those. Um, but yeah, normally the majority of the pens are around, um, you know, they're around the 60 to $70 mark. So, yep. like I say, if you spend, let's say for argument's sake, throw a number up in the air, you, you spend $1,000 on your lathe and all your other equipment, mm. You sell a few of these pens, I reckon you can you can get that cost back very yeah. quickly. So as far as other equipment goes, I mean you're buying the uh, hardware for for the pens. Obviously the wood is easier to get hold of. Uh, the resin is probably something of a little bit bigger purchase. Yep. yep. Um, that you can go and buy or make yourself the blanks. Mm -hmm. um, setting up, you know, you got a lathe cost, but it's a small lathe you have. Yeah. And as you said, you can recoup the the out the initial outlay quite quickly. I think you can. I We're, think you can. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a great thing to do. Uh, you see a lot of these at markets, and um, I, I do see people going, that's amazing, you know, mm -hmm. especially with different colours, and they, they will purchase, so yeah. people will buy that. Um, your cutting boards, probably the most simple thing, aren't they? They are, yeah. It's, it's a matter of, you, you, you've got a raw bit of wood, you know, hopefully it's flat enough, what do you do from there? You, you might have to laminate it to make it look a little bit prettier, you know, different colorations in the timber. Yep. Um, and there's all different timbers you can use. Yep. You know, like your purple hearts and uh, yeah. and um, your maples and, yep. and your walnuts. They're all like different colors. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
and it just makes the, the, the board look really, really nice. And it stands out. People walk past go, wow, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing, you know, you, you cut it, shape it, uh, you put a maybe a round over or chamfer. Yep. Um, and then hit it with a finish, and yeah. then, which is a food grade safe finish. Uh, after that, that's a quick, easy build, isn't it? It is. It is. But, well, not quick. Not so much quick because you've got to let the glue go off. Oh, yeah. You know, and all that sort of thing. So you, it's one of those uh, things that you'd want to batch out. Yeah, yeah. You know, do 10 or ten or 20 at a time, basically. Yep. Yeah, so then when market time comes along, you've got to stack there. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also go into end grade cutting boards with lovely patterns in them. Now, that's, that's a little bit more time-consuming and it takes a bit of figuring out. Yep. But you can find patterns that people leave that you can, you know, just follow that example. You can sell them for 300 bucks, Chris. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. And, and don't forget, these are sometimes people, they're a one-off purchase. So, you know, people will go, no, nah, that's Australian hardwood or if it's American, wherever it comes from, you know that chopping board is going to last you practically a lifetime. Yep, if you look after it. And, and the same as a pens, you know. Yep. All you have to do is put a new uh, ink. Ink refill. Yeah. Ink refill in and uh, you're right to go. Mm. So... What are some other things you think, Chris? Um, I've been, um, as everyone knows now, I've got a, uh, a CNC machine. Yep. So I've been trying out some, some different things. Like, for example, this is halfway be through being finished, but, you know, I've, I've been carving signs yeah. onto these. And um, this one hasn't been finished either, but, you know, for flower pots. Yeah. To hold the flower pot. You know, yep. I think uh, these are like for gifts for Mother's Day or um, for um, Mother's Birthday or something. Yeah. You know, I, I think these are good gifts that'll, that'll sell. Oh, for sure. You know? And they're unique. They are, yeah. Uh, that's the good thing about the CNC machine. You can actually uh, custom make it for that mm. person. So if that person wants their mother's name or their mother's birthday or something on that, I can actually, you know, yep. custom that to that person. So. Yeah. Anything personalised adds that. It's just ten time, tenfold value to mm. someone, you know. And even if people say, "Well, next market, I'd like to have a, a this made," you know, you take a deposit enough yep. to cover your materials, and you can either, you know, come back to the next market, sell it to the person, or or, or mail it, you know. Yeah. Mail it to them when it's finished. But yep. um, some other things I, I think that work well too are your. Um, you know, serving trays. Charcuterie boards. Charcuterie boards, yes, yep. yes. Yep. Anything to do with uh, maybe kitchen orientated, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stands where you can put recipe books. Or entertainment. Entertainment. You know, like you've got people uh, coming over for a barbecue and yep. you've got these serving trays, you yep. know, with their cheese and dips and what have you on there. That, those sorts of things, I reckon they go like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and not a big footprint either for storage. No. So, you know, you've got it, you can sort of slip it in, in a crevice where there's, you know, made a bit of room for mm -hmm. it, and it comes out for those special occasions. Yeah. Put all your nice grub on top, and uh, away you go. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, that, that leads us into when you do go to a market, uh, is it predominantly uh, small items that are going to be, you know, that more tokenistic as far as uh, a biro or something, or can you offer to make things that are a bit bigger for people? And have them, you know, mm. possibly have a, you know, they have a trailer or they come with a ute. Because I do see at different markets that people do purchase uh, rather large items, which okay. which is a little bit bigger demand on 
us to make those things and then transport them, but we yeah. can have an example of it, you know, negotiate. Yeah, there, there was a market not far from here that I, that I used to go to. I don't think they're open anymore because of the COVID thing. Mm. Um, but there was a guy that used to set up all his outdoor furniture. Yep. And he would then take orders. Oh, yeah. So you'd come up and go, oh, that's a nice uh, outdoor setting. Um, can I have one of those? Yep, no worries. I'll make it for you and yep. uh, you can come pick it up either from my warehouse or from my home or whatever, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think that's that's another way of doing it. But with um, the stuff that I want to sort of get into, Yeah. I mean, I've got a van, so I can just throw it all in the back of the van and rock up at a market, slide open the doors and away I go. You yeah. Know? So, you know, you've got to consider your logistics if you... Yeah. If you so, you know, I think, I've got, I think I've got access to a truck as well. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 possibly. Good hourly rate, bud. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, that's touching a little bit on markets. And, and t the talk today is about market fare, but there's other ways you can sell things you make in, in a capacity that you don't have to be at the market. No. Now, you can possibly establish relationships with people such as, say, a real estate agent or a car yard, uh, even, even um, a, you know, like a, a post office, and say, listen, do you mind if I occupy a little bit of space and put my wares and I'll give you a certain percentage of what we sell? So you're not there. That you made the stuff, you put it there, you know, and if it sells, they give you a, a little bit of money to redeem. Yep. And you give them something back. So what's that? That's called on consignment. Consignment. Consignment, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or or rather than do that, rather than have a physical presence somewhere, yeah. marketplace on Facebook. Yeah. Your own website. Yep. You know, that that sort of stuff. eBay. Yeah. Um, what's that? Shopify. Yeah, yeah. Etsy. Yep. All these different ways you can sell all your stuff, you yep. know. So there's there's so I think there's plenty of ways. You're not limited by um, going out and or hiring a, or buying um, a shop front mm. and then having all your wares and then waiting for people to come to you. You can actually... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a consideration of storage in your own place and, yeah. you know, you, I mean, you've got a... Everyone's got a different space, so how you utilise, you know, all right, it's going to be sitting there for a while until mm. it sells. Yep. Um, you know, and then you consider replenishment stock and it's all a bit of a process, but... You know, at the end of the day, you can make it work. You can, you can. You just got to, you got to have the um, the drive, I reckon. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, one thing I do notice, which is really a good seller, is picture frames. Picture frames. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah. Old pallet boards, mate. Mm. You know, you, you put a couple of miters, whack them together. Yep. And have a nice print in them. You know, whatever of mm -hmm. your own, and um, you, you can sort of ask a good price for those as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, online, online presence uh, is great, a great way to do it, you know. It's a, it's a different marketplace, a different market fair, but it, it works. Um, another good one, Chris, is word of mouth. Yes. Uh, look, word of mouth, as far as I'm concerned, word of mouth is probably the, the best way to get your name out there. Um, you start building a relationship with people. You've yeah. done a few jobs for some people. You've, you've made them some stuff and... And their friends will then ask, oh, where did you get that from? You yeah. know, oh, well, you know, hit up Built by Chris or Sumo's Projects, yeah. you know, and they'll, they'll do it for you. Yeah. So word of mouth, 
And it doesn't cost anything. No. Word no. of mouth, the best thing about word of mouth is it doesn't cost anything. It, it, it's a really good way to do it because it, it doesn't put too big a demand on your time where, where you know what you're going to have to make. Some people might want 20 or something, you know, and that's good. You know where you're at, you take a deposit once again and you, you batch out stuff Yep. and then deliver it, it's gone. So beautiful, you know, it's a win-win situation. And... Um, yeah, word of mouth has sort of got me a few uh, little jobs, you know, yeah. here and there. Yeah. But um, as you know, you've probably had return customers. I have, yes. Yeah, so. I have, um, very much so. Yeah. So the, the, the market fair concept can lead into making bigger things as well from word of mouth because, you know, if you make some sort of cabinetry for someone, uh, you know, and you may go and install it, is uh, that's a sort of a marketplace as well, don't you think? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, in a roundabout sort of way. Yeah, but um, yeah, once once you get your name out there and you get all your your, your wares out and you're starting to, you might even want to start doing it full time. Well, that's a topic for another day, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Right? That's a nice segue, isn't it? <laughs> see what you did there. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, I, I think it's a good way to just get yourself out there, I mean, you don't, even if you're a beginner, uh, it, it doesn't have to be elaborate what you make because uh, someone will find uh, an item that you have as something that they want. It's as simple as that, isn't Just it? Just give it a go. Give it a go. That's it. Yeah, and, you know, like, uh, if you make some stuff and people do get it, the word of mouth will come back. Uh, what, do you, what should you do, but should you perhaps uh, have some business cards? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. You've got to have some sort of um, reminder. Yeah. You know, give the people some sort of reminder that you're there. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, the market store that I did with the, the pens, mm. I had um, uh, some business cards up. Yep. And they, they went pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, and I have had response from those. Yep. So it, it does work, you know. Just, all you've got to do is get your name out there somehow. Yeah. You know, if you, get, if you get to the top of a building, just shout out. <laughs> At least you get your name out there, you know. That's right. What about branding? Uh, you have a branding iron? Uh, I do. That can be uh, something that, you know, appeals to the person? Uh, yeah, you can you can brand your own, uh, all your products mm. that, you, that you've got so that it's it's always there. Yeah. Um, and I've, always, I've also been tossing up the idea of um, brand and then numbering them. Oh, yeah. So that they become like a, a collector's item, maybe. Yeah. You know, later on. I mean, it's... it's just a little bit of a thought that I had, you know. Yeah. I, I've certainly found, uh, you know, visiting people over the years, uh, just, you know, because a lot of the time you end up in the kitchen and you, and you see what they have as far as, you know, the things that they've probably bought for markets, where, you know, mm. if you bought it in a commercial sense, uh, it'll be a different material maybe. Yep. So, you know, always good to um, keep your eyes open for people who, you know, make stuff and it's made in Australia. Mm. Yeah, or exactly. in your country of origin, yep. you know. Wherever. I think I think handmade, handmade stuff is is making a comeback. I mean, yeah. you get all these big department stores that churn out stuff by the the, the ton, you know. Mm. But there's there's no no there's no personal stuff in no. it. Yeah, whereas, whereas stuff that you and me make, you get a lot of blood, sweat, and tears go into it. Yeah, and mm. uh, and it's it's handmade, you know. And swear words. <laughs> and swear words, yeah. Maybe one or two. <laughs> so next thing we want to sort of look at, Chris, how do we price the items we make for market fair? 
Uh, well, I think the idea is that you want to retire as soon as possible. So one of my pens cost ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Good fun. And uh, and this little uh, flower pot thingy that I'm making, they're going to be twelve grand a piece. Yeah, I think I think you were around in the flower power days, mate, and uh, got a little bit sidetracked with pricings. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But look, um, the way I go about costing my stuff is uh, I'll first check out what's out there yeah. and what other people are, are charging for their work. Mm. Um, and and I, I don't I don't claim to be the greatest pen turner in the world, but I still think my pens. You know, they look pretty good. Yeah. I, I like them. I think I, they, they, a lot of work goes into them. So I, I can either, you know, charge a little bit more for them mm. or I'll go, well, it's not, not as good as this guy here. I might charge a little bit less. You know, you sort of play it by ear, yeah? But it's, it's only another pen turner who would find fault because they're there to outsell you. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, I get that. So but, um, yeah. I, the beholder, you know, it's to me, yeah. I see your pen collection here, what you sell, and I say this is outstanding work. I, I don't see a fault. I don't see, you know, scratches and things like that. Well, no, they're all... Yeah. I take a bit of time. Yeah, you do. And and even your presentation there in in that, you know, little uh, case you have is, yep. uh, is excellent. So, you know, they're things to consider as well. Yep. Your presentation. And you've also got to... You've also, I suppose, to a certain degree, you've got to, you've got to think, what would people pay for this? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if I do a flower pot with, you know... A, a, a nice saying on it, mm. and and I've taken you know an hour to, to make it and yeah. finish it and everything. People aren't going to pay what I really want for it. No, all right. So you got to be you got to be realistic in your pricing as well. My 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 approach to that, Chris, is I don't I don't price my time in because I, I know it takes time, but I enjoy it. You know, it, it's something that you enjoy, and you got to have a little bit of profit margin. So mm. take your hourly cost out of it. It's just my opinion. Uh, unless you're into a, a full-time commitment to make stuff and mm. make money, then you could probably add that in. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, cutting board, I reckon... I, I see them highly priced, and I think, yeah, you're not going to sell many. So, you know, if, you, if you're looking at 40 bucks for something like this, that's not a bad price. There's only a bit of wood. Yeah, I know, but see, for me personally, I think that's underpricing it. Yeah. Okay, because... As much, as much as you said you don't you don't put your own hourly rate into it, mm. it does take you time to do that. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. It does. It takes up your time to actually make that item. Yeah. And um, and I think if you're going to sell a chopping board for forty bucks this big, yeah. that's a steal. That's an absolute steal. Or fifty, sixty. <laughs> but you know, that, that, and that comes down to your geography too. Like you're in the city, I'm in regional. I can't put an exorbitant price on something that I know won't sell with the community where I live. Yeah, no, that's true. You've got to, you've got to work out where you are. The, the, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I still think chopping boards at that size, the, the, the fairly decent size, I reckon they, they should start at least 100 bucks. personally. I'm, I'm going to come to the markets downtown. Personally, that's what I think. Yeah. No, that's very cool. Very mm. cool. So... You know, you can you can either be your own worst enemy, or yeah. your pricing judgment could be correct. Yeah, and people will go for what you advertise it at. So, um, you ever find people barter? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hundred dollars for one, or fifty dollars for two? No, not quite. It doesn't work that way. No, not quite. It's, it's bush economics. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so. 
Good little chat there, Chris. To, yep. Yeah, just cover on a, something, you know, that all of us have probably had a dabbled yeah. in. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. A lot of the makers do, I reckon. Yeah, of course. Mm. Of course they do. Mm. So, all right, so we've covered that one. Um, what are we going to do next week? I don't know. What are we doing next week? Yeah, so we have a good show coming up as well next week, Chris. Um, and I think it's a little bit of a, uh, you know, lead-in from today's conversation where we've spoken about hobbies and making a little bit of money in market fair aspect of that. Uh, next week, we're going to have a couple of good guests and we're going to be discussing how to turn your hobby into a profession. Into a business. Into a business. Okay. And uh, with that, we have... Uh, Jeff Herbig from Herbig Design Company Co. from uh, Quinbian. 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 Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> and also uh, Leroy Redding uh, or Redding. He's from uh, Big Rock Timberworks uh, on Instagram. And these guys have uh, they've taken the next step and yeah, nearly taken the next nearly step. taken the next step. Yeah. But they they they're on a mission. So yeah, they are. They're closer to it than what you and I are. Oh, so. Yeah, looking they're, forward. They're both driven men, I can tell you right now. Oh, 100%, yeah. 100%. So uh, next week, that'll be... Um, uh, we also got Carl Pope that we're going to... Of course, Carl Pope. Let's not forget him. Yep, yep. We're uh, going to sort of splice him in. It's going to look like a bit of a hodgepodge, but we're going to splice him in as well because yeah. of the time difference, yeah? Carl's in the UK, so yeah. yep, he'd be probably uh, well asleep by the time we got yeah, knocking on the door. Yeah. Carl, come on. <laughs> you know, what? We've got a show to shoot. Come on. What the bollocks? What are you lads doing here? <laughs> um, just my quick mention, hashtag woodjigs21, James Finger. Not, not loaded. No. Um, <laughs> and if you haven't subscribed to the channel on YouTube, please do. Measure twice, cut once. If like, you're like the, share and subscribe. Yeah, and if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please rate it and maybe... You know, give it a good rating, and uh, mm. that helps our cause as well. Because sure does. We love presenting it to you, and hopefully you enjoy uh, listening to it during the week. Uh, so, Chris, that's that's pretty much it, I reckon. Yeah, that's another one done. I would agree. So, I will say, hooroo, hooroo, and I'll say uh, bye for now. Camera's rolling, yeah. What happened here? Why is this not working? Yeah, someone stuffed this up. Oh, there we go. Okay. Ready? Clap, 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 clap. G'day, all. Welcome back to Measure Toy. Cut what? Oh, hang on. Stopwatch. Yes, yeah, so <coughs> Lifting the lid? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Big Rock Timberworks. Oh, that's a, that's a lot to remember. Jesus.